0: night talk with oliver Dixon. the national prosecuting authority in the northwest they said that all along they've been short-staffed and this is why they haven't been able to prosecute marikana related prosecutions and now they say they finally can do so their dockets are finally making progress 11 years on the reality is justice delayed is justice denied for many of these widows Justice has been denied through the delay thereof. But should the ultimate, what seems to be the uh, uh, the ultimately that will go to trial, should it be celebrated? Is there positive news to come out of this? Can we expect the NPA to be ready to present a prosecutable case that will bring about justice? I, I don't know. Perhaps you do. Give me a call, 086-000-2032. Hopefully my guest knows. Nomzamo Zondo, the Executive Director for the Socioeconomic Economic Rights Institute, joins me for this conversation. Nomzamo, good evening. Thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. Welcome to Night Talk.
1: Good evening, Oliver. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, Look, 11 years <laughs> on, uh, what, what's your excitement level for justice being for justice prevailing eventually in this instance?
1: Look, um, in the last 11 years, uh, Maragana has taught me that power consists nothing without a fight. And so even the fact that the NPA can issue a statement, it's because there's a fight. The families have been bringing that fight and they're going to continue to bring that fight. So at the very least, at some point, there will be a prosecution. If it's not going to be a state prosecution, it might be a private prosecution. At the very least, we are grateful now because we're in a position where the NPA must make a decision and the families can then from that point onwards take their own steps. And so um, I don't really want to speak about what I feel like the prospects of the prosecution. But the one thing that I can promise the country, the one thing that I know of my clients, the families, they're going to see it through.
0: Perhaps I should ask you the more normative question. It may seem very esoteric, but it's an important question. What does justice look like?
1: Justice, at the very least, means that for the 36 families that we represent, um, for, at least there's a criminal prosecution for three, um, three, three minors that were killed on the 13th, for the other 33 or 34 to include the one family that we don't represent that was also killed by the police, to be able to tell a story of who killed them what was happening and to have every policeman at least every policeman who fired who fired their gun more than 5 times explain every shot in fact the law says the police must explain every use of force so every single shot that was fired should be yeah. explained and the criminal bring us brings us as close as possible to that to saying every person who says I discharged my firearm 28 times, 40 times in scene two. Explain to us what was happening exactly. And then be cross-examined by someone whose interest is to bring justice for the families. And the families have seen what that means sitting through the trial that is going on now.
0: Yeah. Have we learned anything about just how intense this would be from comparing to the Falun Commission?
1: So I think that, that's, the, that's the one thing that has been different. So in, in the criminal trial that is going on now, there are six policemen who are all charged collectively with the murder of Mr. Sokanyiri. And then there's one policeman who's charged uh, with four other murders and uh, attempted murder as well. And for once, the have upset in the Mahikeng High Court and had people give evidence about what actually happened that day. People who saw it, people are even giving evidence about what happened after to try and cover some of the tracks and that's what that's what the families want out of the out of the commission of inquiry and in the commission of inquiry there weren't even five shooters who came to give evidence and at least in this process both through being criminally prosecuted and maybe even um providing witness, uh, providing evidence for the state, the families would get to hear that story. So that's the first thing that that the criminal prosecutions guarantee them. But secondly, the families have been demanding from the beginning to say, if anybody else, anybody else had killed 34 people, they would be held criminally accountable. There would be at the very least a case. There would be victims who are being engaged to tell them is what we're doing about this Is how far our investigation is this is how our prosecution is this is the weakness of our case this is the strength of our case this is what we are struggling with and and at the end of the day we are going to get justice for you and that's what the families want and they want that from the npa and earlier on you quoted how the npa has said now we found the resources i i have not i've not seen I, i think i read the first page of their press statement but the one interesting thing that i found missing in that first page of their statement was not any mention of them engaging with the families. Yeah. And I want to put the question mark there. Why would there be no engagement about engaging the victims?
0: Does the criminal procedure allow for that to happen? Uh, do they not risk the uh, possibility of being accused of tempering with evidence or, uh, you know, affecting uh, think, 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 or, think, think, or think, contaminating think the, way, the, the testimony pool, so to speak?
1: Think, think about it this way, Oliver. If your mother is killed, right? There's a robbery at your home and your mother is killed. Or maybe let, let me let me put it the opposite way. If my mother is killed, on a daily basis in this country, people who are victims of crime, yeah. they engage with two people. They would engage with the police, which for us is IPIT because the police are the people who are culpable here. And then they also engage with the prosecution. People who've been to criminal courts will tell you that when, 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 when victims and complainants arrive at court, the people that they talk to are prosecutors. Who engage them? In this case, we have IPIT, but the the in 2017, the NPA gave an instruction to say IPIT can't engage us. Yeah, can't tell the victims what's going on. It's fine. I mean, NPA is actually in charge of this investigation. So even it's even it's even an even different situation because Falum's recommendation was that the NPA must be in charge of the investigation. So the NPA is the one that owes a duty to the families to explain what is going on with the investigation to explain why 8 years after the the commission recommended um that they that they that they run an investigation into these killings no one has been prosecuted and they haven't done that
0: mm, mm. yeah speaking of criminal uh, prosecution very specifically if if it were to be that people do eventually go to jail, that police officers that just discharge their weapons without due cause do eventually end up going to jail. Does that constitute sufficiently, at least to the families and the widows, as justice? Or are there other elements, such as restitution, that also need to be met?
1: Definitely. I, th- I think in, in, in the family's conception of justice, they would want the weight of the massacre, the loss, to find a way to have transference of that loss away from them to those who engineered it, those who engineered it and those who implemented it. And that means, for instance, one, of course, the one that at least the the state got was to say, whatever financial contribution the person that we killed was bringing to the family Will replace. Of course, there's one family when they've refused to do that for. But two, there is a there is a pain, and that pain has has in fact graduated, and has gone from just maybe being grief, um, being just simply uh, discomfort, uh, the pain of losing someone to for some of so to so some other family members being actually another physical ailment, mm. or in fact in in. In, it results in the families losing other family members in the last 11 years. From at the beginning when it happened, I, like um, the Munessa family, their child was was still born. That's in 2012. Um, to just a year ago, uh, the Choganise family lost a second member after Semi choganis They they lost a child to suicide from being bullied. About being a, a child from Maracana and then they, they they lost the mother of the mine. So it's the, so those losses must have expression from the state. But even beyond that, the one thing in the restitution that actually even will cost nothing doesn't need a, doesn't need probably it will have a budget of like someone just taking a flight maybe from from Johannesburg to East London, then driving up the N2, starting the closest as possible. Ganduli going up going up going up then stopping in in matatiela crossing into lesotho to go to the lesotho families crossing into swaziland the apology which will probably cost less than hundred thousand, to implement yeah but the problem is that there is no willingness to give that apology no one is willing to apologize to the families when at some point a person did say i want to apologize to the families the families instead of us as their lawyers, to write a letter. And we wrote a letter saying, our clients have heard these media reports about this apology. Our clients want to hear this apology. Our clients, of course, not want to hear it in a public platform or in the media. They want it to happen in their lounges, in their homes, in their homesteads. Please come. Yeah. I think it's more than three years now. We're still waiting.
0: Why is there a lack of willingness? Is it just a blatant disregard because these are the disenfranchised, the uh, invisib- invisible uh, to the rest of society, that these are people who, by their hope, are to be forgotten? What is the real motivation uh, for, the, for the disregard?
1: Look, it, it might be two sides of the same coin, right? Right. It might be because they feel these are uneducated rural South Africans or uneducated people from uh, rural Swaziland and rural Lesotho and want to stand up for them but the other side of the coin is that actually there will be no cost to our refusal to give that apology and unfortunately experience maybe kind of confirms that right because what has happened to the police who shot Bullet at Madagana, even internally within SAPS? Even the ones that discharged their firearms 48 times, 50 times, they were not even disciplined internally within SAPS, and they've continued with their lives. Some of them have even left the force to live even, even better lives, providing private security to mines.
0: Mm.
1: What has happened to the politicians? Case in point, our president, he was a deputy president, he's now the president. So in effect, Marikana didn't have the effect of of at least the kind of demanding accountability. In fact, it became a stepping stone to say, actually, these these people can do better.
0: Yeah. Give us a call. I'm taking your reactions to the 086-000-2032, 86 2032 I'm also taking your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. Trials are important for for its own sake um, and, of course, to bring about justice. But also, tangentially, it brings about closure to a lot of families because you finally get to hear the perpetrators uh, share their version of events. And that may or may not be an admission of what had happened and taking therefore, responsibility, therefore. But nonetheless, that that function does to some families play a big role as far as bringing closure is about, how significant amongst the families and the widows is that element playing out in this trial?
1: Look in in the trial that they have seen, and and maybe in 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 the hopes about the trial that would, that would that would happen, it's this idea, right, that I am a human being, worthy of dignity, and the killing of my family member requires the state to move in a certain way. So just simply the act of, of of sitting in court, and hearing someone interrogate someone, saying, but why did you shoot? Right? Without them doing anything else, just simply asking them, confirms their humanity, confirms their value, and confirms that they are worthy of protection. And that's why, like, in in the family members who have gone to court, those who who, who went to court have continued going to court because they're like, actually, this is what we wanted. We wanted to see these policemen be held accountable. But we also wanted to see people who could tell us what happened because we were not there. And perhaps by knowing of what happened, we can start to heal. We can let it go. But because we have this question mark of why, what happened, we are stuck.
0: Yeah. From... Of course, uh, uh, the Social uh, Economic Rights Institute, as, as, as an interested party in this, in this case, as well as various other um, organizations, would have had a look at the evidence that's available uh, to determine the strength of the case uh, as a, to the extent of which they're supporting it, to make sense of that support as well. And from your evaluation of, 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 the, of the evidence, engagements with lawyers uh, and, and experts in this, where does Siri understand the culpability to lie and to what extent at that uh, juncture? That is to say, who do you think is responsible for the crime ultimately and how much responsibility do they, do they bear? from your evaluation of the evidence at hand?
1: Look, I think firstly, there is a problem of missing evidence, right? Because the the problem that that we find ourselves in is that there was a decision taken to say, the 16th will be the last day of the strike, come what may. We don't have enough information of why that was. In fact, the commission finds that there was an obfuscation to make sure that we never know what the reason of that decision was and that and 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 that at least our assumption that it 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 covers the veil of the political actors and possibly even covers the veil of the mine. But at the very least, in the evidence I was before the commission, um and so our interaction with that with that evidence would so be between two thousand and twelve and November two thousand and fourteen, we could see the engagement between the mine and the police. We could see. That the interference was about ending the strike, that at some point it was about clipping uh, Malema's wings, um, and 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 it, it was about channeling communication only through the one line that was working for the man at the time, being the Majority Trade Union. No. In the evidence on 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 shooters, I mean, in, in the case that we issued, we put out a list. Of all the shooters. And as we said, for us, every person who discharged their firearm must come and explain why. And so and, and it might make sense that they, they don't have to explain to the court as long as they've explained to IP, and IP is satisfied with their with their explanation. And then those, at the at, at least at damn minimum, those who have discharged their firearm in an in, inordinate amount must be prosecuted because then it's it simply can't be a matter of the, there's going to be a justification that covers them. Of course, in Maragana, there's two scenes, the scene one, the scene two. In scene two, specifically, our client's version and the evidence important in the, in the commission is that people were hunted down and killed. Yeah. And this, and, and this bears out even in the way this, they try to hide the existence of scene two. And therefore, for us, we almost feel like that there must be, for the NPA, they must do all that they can. And IPID should have done all that they can to link and find the, those those shooters who discharge their firearms. In fact, they didn't have to find them because in the commission, there's a list. There's a list of who those people are. There's a list of how many times they discharge their firearms. In fact, um, the, uh, the Institute for Security Studies issued a report about those shooters. So that information is is in the public domain. Those people should be prosecuted. We shouldn't be having questions. But for the families, as I explained it in the beginning when we started this conversation. I said to you, it's not going to be enough for them to just have what they see now. They they are going to pursue justice until the very end. And that, and that might mean maybe they'll be fortunate that the people who are sitting on top of information will, will bring it out.
0: Yeah. Is, is it your and belief that there are people sitting costs. on information that could be useful?
1: no I mean the commission finds this it's not even like it's my belief the commission makes this makes that finding, so there are people who are sitting on information in yeah. and and in 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 in, in minor shotdown Ronie Kalsos also says um something like Mara doesn't happen without cabinet approval doesn't happen with with without political clearance in fact, even the police's own expert uh on policing Marikana says something like this would have needed uh uh, um, cabinet approval, so those are things that we 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 need that information, so we yeah. can have that conversation, so we can also know if there was Cabinet approval, it was on what basis, are those people accountable, once the instruction was given, if it was from Cabinet, for for the 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 national management form of the police who decide to execute that instruction, what is their culpability, what has happened? Is there any proof of a Cabinet sanction to this? No, there isn't. There isn't. I'm telling you that these are the two things. An expert that was impl- employed by the police said there must be. A former member of cabinet says there must be. But we don't have it. We are looking for it. And maybe we'll be like and find it. Every cabinet meeting is minuted.
0: Um, surely some sort of prior application can give access to that information, should it exist.
1: Uh, well, this is the thing, right? So, remember, the commission of inquiry was established by the presidency so if there was a there was a document that could be that could be withdrawn from a prior from a prior inquiry i promise it would have been found because in the very same commission documents that were hidden by saps about the development of their presentation of of their of 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 their defense in the commission were found so something that we could have gone with the prior would have been in the commission's would have been there unless it's something that is being intentionally hidden and that's the commission's finding at least in relation to that meeting that I'm talking about of the fifteenth of August, but we don't know what, what 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 in the I mean the meeting was meant to sit in any event, but the discussion on Marikana is the is the issue.
0: Yeah. Look, you're gonna to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for your time this evening. Night talk with Oliver Dixon.